It's that time of the week where the hottest Kenyan millennials jazz up your afternoon with their refreshing live talk show. You are now tuned in to the 254 Millennial Talk. Okay, it's Namlika guys and welcome back to yet another episode of the 254 Millennial Talk. Now I did decide to change the day that the show goes live to Saturday out of convenience. So yeah, every Saturday, 5 to 6 p.m. should find us here on my YouTube channel, YouTube forward slash Namlock, N-U-R-M-Lock, okay? Um, as you know, this show is sponsored by Skillshare. Be sure to snag yourself a month of free premium Skillshare membership. You know, learn some new stuff, whatever, whatever. You know what Skillshare is about. I think I've said it before. We're also affiliated with Shuffle PCs. Be sure to snag yourself a discount on checkout. And uh, when you're shopping for PC parts on Shuffle PCs. So, yeah, uh, for the people listening on Spotify, this show goes live every Saturday from today. So if you want to be or if you want to see me live, be sure to tune in on Saturdays 5 to 6 p.m. So this is not only Spotify, this is Apple Music, Deezer, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, whatever you listen to your podcast from, I'm pretty sure we are there. So, yeah. Okay, BS had given me like a jump scare there for a minute. <laughs> anyway, uh, for the people watching on YouTube or listening on Discord, be sure to follow us on Spotify, on all the other audio platforms. And yeah. So today I'm joined by a good friend of mine, uh, Radson. Meet yourself. Hello. What's up, man? What's up, man? I'm greeting you as if we've not been talking for the past five, for the last ten minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but that's Radson. He's from, he's from Brazil. He's from where the chicas are. From where the garotas, not chicas, the garotas, the sexy mummies. Right. So yeah, so you tune in to the show if you want more information on how to get your hands on one of these fine, sexy garotas. <laughs> oh wait, you're talking to the wrong guy. You probably came here. If you and your, your friends came here, <laughs> dude, you guys were going to get so late. Like for real, you guys just have that nice mood talk. And you guys even have the right accent, so you guys got it. Oh. Yeah, you hear, man? Yeah? We are Brazilians. We, we, we are starting to become <laughs> Brazilians. <laughs> yeah, it's only a matter of time we learn Portuguese. Yeah, so Brazil yeah, speaks, uh, they speak Portuguese, so most people actually think Brazilians speak Spanish. So, oh, I, yeah, I found that like... Talk that we talk Brazilian. <laughs> yeah. Actually, most people assume. Most people I've met assume you people speak Spanish. So they yeah. usually say like, "I have a friend from Brazil." Usually, like, "Ah, oh, does he speak Spanish?" I'm like, "Nah, man, they speak Brazilian Portuguese." So they're That's shocked. That's a shame. Shame on you, sir. What? <laughs> That's a shame. How can you do this, man? We're the only one that have true Latinas. Come on. <laughs> Wait, is, is Brazil the only South American country that speaks Portuguese? Or is, uh, there, is there another one? 
Actually, I'm not sure. Maybe they speak Portuguese, but not exactly Brazilian Portuguese, you know, like the uh, the European one. Oh, okay. I don't know, because uh, most, I would assume most uh, South American countries speak Spanish, because I think maybe it's like a stereotype of the drug dealing and all that stuff that is famous right, about right. the Southern American region. But I mean, we also okay. get stereotyped a lot, like in Africa, in most movies, they usually have this weird West African accent. Hello, my brother. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Who the fuck yeah, talks like that? I don't... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't talk like that, man. That's why Jamaican sounds like Nigerian, because they are from the same place, West Africans. So, like, I don't, I, I, I don't get it why they do that in most movies. Like, hmm? let us go over there. I'm like, who? Yeah, like, what? I usually say, let's go over there, man. <laughs> so, anyway, I don't know. But I, I guess it's because Nigerians have a lot of entertainment stuff out there that maybe most people tend to assume we speak like that. But we don't. Right, I right. mean, people from South Africa speak like this. I mean, if you had Trevor Noah speak, he speak, you know? The people usually have different accents. Anyway. But if you're from like the eastern side of Africa, you should speak like the way I'm speaking. So Tanzania, Uganda, mostly the accent is, it may be kind of different, but it's, it's still, it will sound like you're a person from East Africa. So, yeah. But anyway, right. uh, Resident Evil, man, like um, Resident Evil is a horror game, which I was very popular. It's actually playing in the background. I did not, I've <laughs> actually noticed right now it's playing in the background. I think I changed my background video instead of my other one. But whatever the game playing in the background is uh, Resident Evil. It's a, it's a very, very, very renowned series. I think it's the first one. Is it like the first like actual horror game to be made? No, like the first three ones were uh, really horror. No, like the one. Resident Evil series itself. Like, is it like yeah. the first franchise to bring like horror to gaming? No, no, no. Since the first one, it was supposed to be horror, you know? Mm, okay. Right. But uh, the one that really, you know, like, put a lot of emphasis on horror itself. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, putting you in the uh, stage where you didn't have any weapons mm -hmm. or, you know, dark environment, creep environment. It was really seven. At least, I guess. I, it's been a long time since I played the first ones. So um, I think if we can check maybe the history of uh, Resident Evil because Seven is like its own thing. Like Seven came, yep. uh, it's tied into the main universe. Yes, to the main like Capcom Resident Evil universe. So Capcom is the is it the developer or the publisher? I actually have no idea. I believe it's the uh, the developer. Yeah. Um. So let me search. Let me search and then pull up the stream. Pull up. Uh, it's what? F F5. No, I, I switched my hotkeys, so I end up having a hard time. I remember. But anyway, let me let me check the Wikipedia on the screen right now. It's on the screen. Actually, I see like the I, history. I, I just checked the history. It looks like it's Capcom uh, Dispoke with them. Oh, publish and develop the game. Yep. I can even see it's, yeah, it's even, it even says owner. You know, Wikipedia is saying Resident Evil known in Japan as Biohazard. Yeah. What? 
is a Japanese horror video game series and a media franchise. So it's Japanese. You know? Yep. <laughs> I've actually Crazy, known that right? today. I've known that. But Japanese Japanese are good with horror though. Like I mean The Ring. Did The Ring come from Japan, the movie? I am pretty sure it came from. Oh, really? Those guys are good with Let me see. Yeah. It ha- it ha- it must have come from that side. Uh it's American uh, the original one. Yeah, you see, yeah, they you see the they're, they're saying that the ring is a remake of Hideo Naka Nakataka's Japanese horror film Ring. So, yeah. The ring cuz I, I I remember reading about this and I was like, hmm, Japanese seem to love horror. Plus the game, I would say the 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 Asian thing about those games is the character design. Like most characters have straight hair and they look like Asians. Right? I could just say mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know apart from like this new one most of the other ones like um this this chick with the red dress what was her bloody name I, I keep forgetting her. I'm not Ada Wong Ada 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 Wong you see so was I remember playing I remember seeing like those characters and I was like hmm why do they look so Japanese or why do they look so Asian so Right. The answer was just staring right in my face. It is a Japan. It is from a Japanese developer. Idong, she's uh, she's the hottest. <laughs> Have you seen those? <laughs> anyway, we'll talk about those mods. But um oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Those But, mods. Uh, we'll talk about them. I'll maybe display them on screen. <laughs> so for the people listening, eh? You should watch. You see some stuff. Oh by the way I'm on Twitch man. Uh you should follow me on Twitch. Uh Oh. Um, I'm also live on Twitch so not only YouTube you can follow the show on Twitch. But uh yeah as you can see from the description on Wikipedia Japanese horror game based uh I don't know media franchise created by Capcom survival horror that person shooter and first person shooter. But the first person shooter was this game we're about to talk about like today like Resident Evil 7 was the first one to introduce. So apparently the the choice the choice for the developers to introduce the first person camera was because so the director said like when they were making the first Resident Evil the reason as to why it had static cameras was because like then you couldn't make you couldn't really like make a first person game because of the technical difficulties that the PlayStation was uh right. like the PlayStation couldn't handle it okay because i think the first mm-hmm. proper first like first person shooter game was like doom and wolfenstein if i'm not wrong that was like the the one that popularized first person shooters so yeah so right. the initial vision from the research i did i think this is from a video i was watching i don't remember who was the source but the initial vision for the game or what the director said was he always wanted the game to be first person because he felt like like the emphasis and also like the emphasis as to why they chose to go with first person is because they wanted like you to feel like it's you like to not like concentrate so much on the character you're playing as but to play the game and feel like it's actually you who's playing the game okay so right yeah so that's why like even um what's the remind me the protagonist's name of seven Ethan, uh, Ethan, Ethan yeah that's why like Ethan Winters is his face is hidden because they're trying to like make you 
not connect to him as much. They want you to feel like it's actually you who's playing the game. But I mean, by now, yep. people have already seen his face. I'm even displaying it on the screen. People, of, of course, people are hacking the bloody game. So it was only time people found out how he looks like. Well, he looks like an innocent kid. <laughs> yeah, like the typical American young guy just got out of uh, yeah, man. faculty and all. He actually looks American. Like, Mia is the one that looks a little bit Asian. Yeah. Yeah, but Ethan looks pretty much American. This is what, when you say you're American, I would expect you to look like Ethan. But, uh, yeah, so that, that, that's why they chose to, like, go with first person. But um, out of the... For me, if you ask me, like... Um, oh, let me first, even before, let me, before like, I, I rate which is the best Resident Evil for me. Um, like, how Resident Evil 7 ties into the main, to the main like... Capcom universe is Mia and uh, if you haven't played the game spoilers so probably you should go play the game then come back listen to this show later but Mia is working for a corporation like of course Umbrella Corp which is the main antagonist of the whole franchise they're usually making fucking experiments I mean it's even in the movies the movies are so trash oh my god <laughs> oh so yeah so umbrella cop usually makes viruses there's this famous one called the t virus that is where the the bloody zombies came from but mia mia was working for umbrella cop and they were working on this um chick called evelyn so she was a child so things went wrong and uh you know evelyn whatever became so powerful they were like they were not able to contain her so yeah, the ship ended up, because they were working, like, the research was on the ship. They ended up um, crashing into the baker's uh, compound. So that's how, like, even when the game begins, because the game, like, begins, and when the game begins, it's actually quite confusing, because I was like, I remember playing, like, almost 20 minutes of the game, and I was like, what the hell is actually happening in this bloody game? Like, I did not know how, like, how is this even, like, how did your wife end up? with the baker family like even you like even you as a player when wait did you feel like the same thing when you were playing this game did you feel confused at first like what's happening until i get to the uh i don't know to the ending actually like it made no sense that we found a fucking freighter in the uh yeah man that's exactly the feeling i had because i was like what the f is going on like how is this why do i have to go through this family like why is my wife with these people you know so and i think that's a good thing because it keeps you engaged with curiosity and i think there's something very unique someone explained i think the same video i was watching he said that resident evil 7 gives you the toughest boss first and then the others you can mow through them easily so yep yeah because jack jack who is the first um the famous dinner scene that a lot of people have seen um i think i have some gameplays here let me let me pull up the famous dinner scene between jack and his family because we eventually find out that jack is possessed by evelyn so that bitch became so powerful she started controlling uh minds but uh let's press f5 so jack who can i let me show jack on the screen right now give me a second uh no this is the first chapter i don't think jack appears on this one 
but he's the like the toughest one dude that guy is so annoying do you know how remember how he used to pop up everywhere like you're just playing yep. you're roaming around the house and then this idiot just decides to pop up uh, like uh, somewhere to, like you're just doing your own things and he's like okay yeah. boy <laughs> and he was like i just want to make some memo for me you <laughs> dickhead like why do you have to chase me yeah and he's like he's enjoying it <laughs> yep But hey, the catchphrase they're also really good so they were trying to they were trying to add you to the family right like to the family uh, of the like there they were feeding you the like that's the explanation i got that's the reason why they were feeding you the rotten shit on the table yeah right. they were trying to convert you like so that you can be possessed so spoiler the the, the old lady you see on that dinner scene is actually evelyn so she had a disease or something Was that her backstory? Yeah, like mm-hmm. once she got the uh, the virus, which I don't know the name, mm-hmm. she started to rapidly, you know, age. Age. Oh, okay. So it's quite literally like she started to take a role of a mother in her uh, little nest of virus or something like that. Oh, so okay. So she just had like power to think and control then. To actually do stuff so that's why she is basically a paraplegic old woman you know yeah because i was usually and she kept popping up in weird areas you're like walking around the house and then you just see the old lady just looking yeah. at you doing your own thing and i was like why is she falling and why isn't she doing anything <laughs> yeah like i didn't suspect a thing actually from her i was actually expecting her to jump on me or something <laughs> I don't know, maybe I just used to ignore her. Like I just I just used to like, oh, okay, I see you bitch. Okay. Bye. I wanted to shoot her because she was so creepy. <laughs> Wait, did you, have you uh, did you ever try shooting her? Yeah, you can't unfortunately. Oh, okay. I never tried. I just usually saw her and I was like, okay, let me just ignore this idiot. Was it no for me? Resident Evil this was why like 7 for me captured me so much was because it was my first like actual horror game that I played and finished properly oh yeah right. i wasn't really like a fan of horror games you know especially you know being like knowing that you have to go through all that shit you know it's not like a movie uh, you get forward <laughs> i know it's like yeah man so for me it was the first and i think what maybe made me play the game was rad brad i saw him play and i was like okay you know what i'm gonna do this i have the courage to do this i'm going to do i'm going to do this So yeah, so I did and uh, holy shit. The next thing you know, I'm um, Red Chris Redfield is coming out from a chopper. He's like uh, I'm Redfield. You know? I don't know what what. I don't know what does he say? what does Redfield say when he comes. I think he just says I'm Chris Redfield. I'm mm. I don't know. That's how that he says I'm Chris Redfield. Mhm. But prior, but prior from that, I never used to have like experience with, like, because for me, the older Resident Evil games, um, I yeah. I just like I think I even told you this. I just used to see my friends play them, on the, I used to see my friends play them on the PlayStation, PlayStation 2 especially. So, but I never, but the one I remember clearly, four is the one in the village, right? Is the one that you go around, in a village. Yep. I don't know, looking for Ada or something. It's the uh, most famous from PS2, yeah. 
okay yeah so i remember people playing that and then i remember seeing those weird dogs and so my memory is kind of wishy-washy on the most and that series so for me like seven was like the introduction to the resident evil universe and i mean right. it's, it's good because i mean i get to play their the remakes which look fantastic by the way but um, i'm supposed to play too because i finished i think i told you this because because i finished yeah. uh playing the evil within so i think i'm kind of getting into the groove of playing horror games so the fuck i'm actually seeing something on the gameplay i'm like what the f <laughs> some like horse legs or something <laughs> yeah it's the uh, like a ritual thing yeah <laughs> oh, okay but yeah so resident evil 7 for me was the first one and i i enjoyed it i remember finishing the story i remember like sitting down and like when i finished the game i was like holy shit like this game is actually good at storytelling like like this could mm-hmm. be a movie like why can't they make a movie like this first person and i mean something like project x is first person like you never see the camera right. guy but you clearly know there's a guy behind the camera because they usually talking to him and stuff so do you feel like that formula well is it like um do you feel like maybe wait which was the first what would you say is the first movie that inspired all of these fast camera things because i remember there was a movie i don't know there yeah was, there was like I a movie in the wreck, woods what wreck the name of the, the, the movie hmm, i don't know i haven't heard of that one But there's this movie like uh, some students were recording though in the forest i don't know what what i think that spun like a whole series of camcorder like movies i don't know anyway but i don't think but because the director said like the initial vision was first person i wouldn't say maybe he drew inspiration from that but maybe the movies the movies did draw inspiration from the video games because i mean like uh you don't see a lot of movies where the you like the protagonist is the camera mm-hmm. it's, it's like a, it's like a rare thing it's something you only see in video games like doom resident evil call of duties you know mm-hmm. yeah. yeah but um if you ask me i i don't think but having played seven and comparing it to eight and i'm not going to give spoilers for it because i know you've not played it i think i told you this then I think I told you that uh, if you've played 7 and play 8, I think you'll find 7 is more challenging compared to 8. I think uh, once right. you've played 7, you'll you'll roll through 8 so quickly like it's not going to be such a difficult thing for you. So for me when I was playing it, I was like, "Hmm, this game is not even as challenging." So but still I'll still say 7 is way 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 better. Like the claustrophobia, you know, being I, up to this day, I, st- I still don't believe like this whole game took place in one compound. The big house. Right. Like that's insane. It seemed like a whole bloody week in there, man. <laughs> I know. Like it was just, I think, seven hours, the whole game. Yeah, so that's like a whole night because i can see from even the gameplay i'm seeing on screen i can see like he came around he came like at the compound around like 4 4 p.m in the evening 
or something? I think it's this is America, so I think it's like six or something. Six p.m. Oh wait, yeah. the sun is this high at this time. Holy shit! <laughs> in some okay. areas, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I see. Yeah, but that's insane. That's a detail that I, I missed. Like this game took place. Someone told me this game took place in one night, and I was like, what? It didn't feel like one night. It felt like an eternity in that bloody house. In that bloody yep. hellhole, man. Uh, anyway. Um, but, but generally, I would say, I would still say 7 is the best. You'll, once you play 8, maybe you might disagree. But I don't know. I think it's because, um, like, the 7, because of the first person, like... Um, I don't know because of the not, not the first person necessarily because of the house like the claustrophobia was so real like you felt like you're trapped literally you know in eight you have a lot of open spaces where you can like in the fields there's fields there's there's just open areas where you don't feel like you're actually playing a resident evil game so but yeah. for seven because you are stuck in that house literally like for trying to find your clues around stuff here and there dude like the claustrophobia felt dude i and i hate the fact that that house was lit so poorly <laughs> i remember crank, <laughs> i remember cranking up my brightness to like the max and i still felt like oh my god this is just so bad i don't like this like i fucking hate this just bring me to the light <laughs> you know yeah uh, wait are you are you played uh which game which uh which game would you compare like in terms of wait would you say if resident evil 7 is scary for you because you, you seem you seem like it was maybe a casual experience uh actually no this one scared the hell out of me like i've played um outlast mm -hmm. before and mm -hmm. like outlast is only that it's just terror every time jump scares <laughs> and everything and Resident Evil, is, at least it gives you, you know, uh, the option to return fire. <laughs> give so me a second, give me a second. Of... Let me right. let my dog in. I don't know, I don't want him to make noise. Let me just... Okay, uh, sorry. Uh, you were saying like, um, this one is what? Yeah, like, you can, uh, you know, counterattack your enemies. You can react to them. Oh, for Atlas, you don't. Um, wait, for Atlas, you don't get a chance to like fight some of those scripts because I've seen some people playing it, and I just saw I mean, someone with a camera. The battery is always ending, so I'm like, the fuck is up with this? Yeah, guy? yeah. Like, so that's the main concept you... of Atlas. Like, you don't fight with the, with the enemies. Yeah, yeah. You just have to run and hide. Like you have some mechanics to run like you can do some parkour mm -hmm. but it's just not the same thing as you can you know damage the monster like you don't even want to kill the monster you just want to get out of their life and that's what kind of feels you in resident evil you know mm -hmm. like the ability because, to you know, like, to like being able to actually kill these things that you're afraid of yeah not necessarily just kill them you just have the option to kill you know so oh, just okay. like stun them and run if you oh, want to. Oh, okay. So they because of course you have extra. to, yeah. Okay. Okay, I get you. I get you now. Because you have to conserve your uh, ammo, resources, mm. chemicals, and all. So you have to be thoughtful with how you play the game. 
as compared to like Outlast. Well, doesn't it get monotonous if you don't do anything? Like it's only surviving and running. Actually, no, because uh, like for Outlast. Outlast, for Outlast, doesn't it get monotonous? No, because it's uh, actually kind of interesting. You really feel like you're in a journalist uh, role. You know, you really want to investigate. And the way you do that is you, just, you get your camera mm -hmm. and you record weird things that happens on the scenario. So, so wait, you don't you, just ignore that. Wait, could you uh, give me like a summary of like the story of Outlast? Like what exactly is happening in Outlast? So basically you are mm -hmm. a journalist, a mm -hmm. rogue journalist, you know, the solo, I'd say that even freelancer or something. Mm -hmm. But anyway, you, you receive this message of a uh, madhouse that's going, you know, a wall. You get this message from a whistleblower and you go there to investigate. Okay. But uh, theoretically, this madhouse is supposed to be, um, you know, empty. It's been closed years ago and everything. So you just invade the place and start looking. That's oh. the, uh, the initial. You know, like, a, that you get. like a classic horror movie. Hey, hey, there's a creepy book. Yeah. Let's go invest in. Okay, okay. I've seen the opening of Outlast. Um, like the way the chopper crashes and all that stuff. I don't know. So it's no, no, that's Outlast two. I'm talking about one. Oh, I didn't two. play okay. two. So I can. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. So it's the uh, same concept, but it's very two different games, right? Sort of, because you don't just run away from weird things. You want to try to record them so you can get info on them. You know? <laughs> oh my God, that's, that's yeah. like torture. Like I just saw a goddamn thing, and you want me to chase after that thing? You know me yeah, being like, an African man, man. Me being a nigger, man. Hey, nah, nah, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's you know, as they say, that's white people shit. <laughs> that that makes sense. That makes absolutely sense. Like. <laughs> Me, for example, I just wanted to go around, search the guy with a fucking knife and no clothes to record <laughs> them and get some information on them, you know? What? Yeah, yeah there is, this is actually a part of the game. There are those guys that are naked, they have like really big sausage that you can actually see. And they just want to chop you off. And they like, they corner you in a, in a corridor. Mm -hmm. And you have to choose if you want to get it from behind or from the front, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and that's the thing, you either record them trying yeah. to do that or you just run. <laughs> I suppose you want to do both, but uh, yeah, it's scary. Uh, okay. It's actually, a, when you think like this, it's actually a quite silly game. But when you're playing, oh man. <laughs> it's terrifying as hell, eh? Yep. <laughs> okay but um wait so the mechanics of uh resident evil 7 did they change anything because i understand there's like there was like a long break between when was the which was the last resident evil they had made before they rebooted it like they like revived I the franchise it, with seven i think it was either revelations one or two i think it was wait, two actually was, was that the one that took place in africa or something no no that was five Oh. They're actually replaying now, it's awesome. But I mean, it's not like a horror and it's not just action. It's like a zombie. So, you know, 
thing. Eh? Yeah, like since I think Resident Evil 4, you could mm -hmm. even say 3, that is mm -hmm. one of the classical, but since Resident Evil 4, mm -hmm. the game has started to take a different direction. Like it was more action based and not horror based. Oh, so okay. they, keep this, they kept this up until Revelations and then they just take a break. They you know, like, for okay. restart because the game yeah, because the phones become... were yeah, oh, the phones were? not what it was. The phones were like really pissed. Mainly at Resident Evil 7, 6 because it's just an awful game. Like even if you like uh, action shooters, Resident Evil 6 is just so bad. It's not uh, consistent in itself, you know. So the fans were pissed at 6 and Capcom, I think they decided to, okay, let's take a break. Let's try to rebuild <clears throat> the things. Why do they do that though? Like I've never understood developers and also like product makers. Like if if a product work, okay, okay, maybe there's room for experimentations, but if someone loves a product for something, like don't fucking change why people love the product. Stick to the basics. Stick stick to what worked. Because I usually so see this. So that's the thing. Mm -hmm. uh, the action games they actually work. There is a lot of people that like them. Like I personally love <laughs> like uh, Resident Evil Four and Five, mm -hmm. but uh, not the original fans. And I agree with them that they mm -hmm. are not this what they used to be. Mm -hmm. But this new method, they just work. They sell a lot. Like everyone knows these games, you know. Oh, okay. So, like, the most efficient way that uh, customers have to talk uh, with the uh, developers is really money, right? Mm -hmm. Like, if they're buying the game or not. So, if they release the game that's action-packed and it sells a lot, they mm -hmm. think, well, let's make uh, more action games. Oh, okay. Maybe they are trying to capture, like, the Call of Duty fan base or something. Because Call of yeah. Duty has, like, a zombies mode. I think it's popular with the Black Ops series or something. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so they mm -hmm. kept this up until six, mm -hmm. which was what uh, really broke it down because it was you actually felt like you were playing COD, but in third person, you know. <laughs> yeah, so but I it mean, was just Call of Duty yeah, have no nails. Like Call of Duty was built from the ground up to be an action shooter. So yeah, that's the okay. thing. You take a horror game. And then you turn into a action game. Billionaire It just would not be consistent. I can see someone has subscribed. Billionaire Entertainment. What's up? Anyway, um. Uh... But going back to Resident Evil 7. Mm -hmm. Wait, what was the point again? Like, um, the way they had deviated with, like, from a horror game and made it become an action game instead of, uh, like, sticking to the roots of what Resident Evil is as a game. Right, so since Resident Evil 4, mm -hmm. they lost a lot of uh, the elements of that the original Resident Evil had, so mm -hmm. inventory management, it was actually a really short inventory that mm -hmm. had to actually choose between supplies and key items. Mm -hmm. On games before 7, you just had, you know, a really big inventory. And you didn't have to worry about uh, keys because they were stored in the different uh, compartment. So, so with the inventory... So, so, okay, so with the inventory, you will say that maybe people became... Like, you you wouldn't... Like, you didn't... Uh, you didn't have to think about your gameplay. Yeah. Just, like, more... Yeah. And, okay, okay. You just had to, like... 
I want this kind of ammo, just this ammo. I want this gun or this gun. You okay. didn't have to think, okay, do I want health or I want to, you know, open that door, something like that. And I mean, the thinking is rewarding because I remember, oh, holy shit, fuck. And I and, and I rem- <laughs> it's the gameplay some fucking head just popped. <laughs> I know. Yeah, because I remember I used to like think, oh my god, what do I carry? Do I craft more ammo or do I craft more health? And I think it's rewarding because like sometimes you make the right choice and you're like, holy yes, like hell yeah, I wish that's the right call. Like, dude, right? If I had chosen this, I would be fucked. Okay. Because I remember, like, um, in the last the last fight, I, there's something I had not stacked up on, like, uh, Magnum ammo. But I had a lot of explosives. Like, I was like, okay, at least I had crafted so much explosives. So, I, I did not, like, end up fucking myself. Because, like, my Magnum ammo was so low. Like, I just shot that thing, like, thrice and it was over, man. So... Uh-huh. I mean, it's it, it's it's cool because you, you see, you tend to see like you get to see the way how people play the game differently, because that's yeah. something that I even enjoyed about Resident, like um, Red Dead, is like the choices you make end up affecting the end in the long run. So, you know, and, and that's like a good game. That's like that shows you like that's a good, well planned out game, like where players are making different decisions. The ending might not yeah. necessarily be different, but the game plays or the way people are playing the game. You find the game is like mm-hmm. the player can uh, put the personality in the uh, in the game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but that, anyway, that, that's good. That's good. That Resident Evil, I don't know, they nailed it. They really nailed it. And for me, like like I said, like being an introduction to an introductory game to the horror games, I was like, holy shit! If these games are this good, I might have to mm-hmm. you know suck it up and just play through the damn fucking games and you know. I don't know. When did uh, Seven came out? Come out 2017 or when, when did this? Because I remember it was late PS4, like the the, yep, the, the golden days. January 17. Yeah, it was the golden days of the PS4. Like games were coming out left and right, man. Holy shit. Yeah. Man, what the fuck happened to Xbox? That that was Xbox 360. Like that is what Xbox was. Yeah, I agree. And they used to like have a lot of exclusive, like good games, and then no online DRMs. You know, I'm playing Black Ops right now, and you know the most stupid thing I've encountered in that yeah. game. If mm. your connection decides to act up, the game stops. Like I'm playing a campaign game that requires you to be constantly online. Like that's oh, come on, man. Who invented? <sighs> who invented that shit, man? Well, like why? Why are you? Because I remember there's a time I was streaming and then I don't know what my connection was acting up and then all of a sudden the game stopped. And I was like, what? You mean it's just because of a slight disconnection that I had to be booted from the game? You know, so... God damn it. Yeah, man, I, I sincerely... And I think that's why like Modern Warfare and Black Ops have not been cracked yet. So it's because of that always online DRM thing. And I think that is what fucked up the Xbox One in the first place. The, when it was new, it required you to be always online when you're playing any right. game. So, man, that's stupid, man. That's dumb. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the good thing is that Capcom, I just hope that never becomes a trend. I sincerely hate that. Like, that should never even be a trend in the industry. 
I don't know. So if I was to compare like Resident Evil with uh, the Evil Within, because I play the Evil Within, which is a which is a game made by Bethesda. I don't know. Tall, tall something. I don't know. Is that the oh, the company that makes? Uh, can you look up the company that makes the Evil Within? The Evil Within franchise. Let's look it up. So the developer is Tango Gameworks. Yes, Tango Gameworks. So they're the ones who are the developer. Bethesda is the publisher. So right. I mean, Bethesda is known for, which is, uh, <laughs> you know, Bethesda yeah, is known for, for first person games, right? Like right. Doom, yeah. Wolfenstein, Skyrim, Fallout. Fallout. And on this one, they decide to publish a, a third-person game that is... It's like... You know what? I would I describe the Evil Within as... Like... An inversion of Resident Evil. Oh. Like... Um, it, it does have some similar things. But... I would say... Some things that you feel that you are missing in Resident Evil, you'll find them in the Evil Within. In terms of, like, the boss fights, I will say the Evil Within has creepier bosses like there's this one called stefano stefano i don't know what i don't know he had like some weird photography thing i i don't remember mm. i don't know how to explain it but that was like well i would say that is the most creepiest boss out of all of them that i met that i met in that game that was the creepiest one and then i remember there was like a priest that was like <laughs> dude what <it's... laughs> yeah man <laughs> I like the game already. <laughs> I have to play it. Yeah, you have to play it, man. It's a bloody good game. <laughs> yeah, but um, hey. the the similar thing I would say with the Evil Within, with uh, comparing it to Resident Evil, is the ammo, the crafting. The crafting is definitely they drew inspired. There is no bloody way they did not draw inspiration from the Resident Evil games. Because you have to craft, you have to get hubs, you have to do all these things. The game concept right. is way different. In this game, they don't deal with... I don't know. I'm not going to explain because that's like a spoiler of how the game works. But it's not like a zombie thing. It, there is some... I wouldn't necessarily call them zombies. They're like some creatures with weird things in their head. And there's different. They're not always the same. They're usually different types. But generally, the setting, the story is not like Resident Evil. But the the gameplay, the gameplay, maybe the gun, the the the, the crafting of ammo, uh, I don't know, health stuff and all that things, and all those mm -hmm. things. Also, that's the only thing that I would say is very similar to um, Resident Evil, other than like both games being um, horror games. But there's sequences. But the, the thing with the Evolution is. Dude, there's sequences in the game when I was like, holy shit, like, this is an actual movie director who directed this game. Like, there's sometimes the camera cuts between cutscenes and the gameplay, and you're like, what? Like, how did they pull this off? You know? Like, literally, it feels oh, yeah, like... Yeah. yeah, and there's, like, sometimes in specific scenes in the game, and you're like, holy shit, this feels like an actual movie. Like, is this an actual gameplay? Like, am I actually playing the game, or am I actually watching the <laughs> gameplay? You know? So, and uh, yeah. let me look up, let me look up. Wait, who, could you look up who directed uh, The Evil Within? Because right. I'm pretty sure it's, it's like, a, it has to be some, uh, some Asian guy. There's no bloody way an American can pull this off. 
I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. So he's developer of Resident Evil 2. Oh! God handed Vanquish. So yeah. No, oh, okay. That's why. Because I was like, um. Wait, that you, you said who? Wait, 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 what have you googled? I'm getting weird results here. Wait, 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 wait. Me too. I think I googled wrong because. Hang on. Um, let me see. Tango Works, directors John Johans, and then oh, producer is Shinsaku Ohara. And then there is designer Shin. <laughs> My god, these Japanese names. No, yeah. It's Shinji Mikami. Oh. The, uh, the director, really. So yeah, this guy developed Resident Evil as well. The what's with the uh, <laughs> what's with Japanese and horror games? Because I can even see when I look at the credits, there's a lot of yeah, well, Japanese yeah. names. Well, it's really weird. Like they they love really, death. They <laughs> capture the motion really, really well and make it on United States really accurate. You know, <laughs> like, I I don't know, man. They're good what they do. That's that's for sure. Have you played Yakuza? I've seen a couple of people play Yakuza, and they say that like Yakuza is like it's like a Japanese version of GTA. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I know which one it is. Yakuza. It has all the weirdness and shit. Yeah, there's like the crazy stuff. <laughs> oh, by the way, I was about to forget um, the mods. Uh, the the mods in Resident Evil. What do you think about them? Do you feel like it's a creative way, or is it just people being perverted? Because <laughs> yeah, the... a bit of both. <laughs> Dude, all the mods oh I've my... seen of uh, Ari, especially eight. <laughs> but let, let, let me pull up for let me pull up the ones from Ari too. Oh my god, I've seen the ones like Zaman with a bikini. Wait, what was the I main mean, pro- who was the main protagonist of uh, three? She was Jew Valentine. Who? Jew Valentine. Jew. Wait, could you spell that? J I L L. Oh, Jill, Jill, Jill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Valentine. Let me see. Mods. Let me see. I, I saw mods with her, like with bikinis. And I'm like, what the fuck are these people doing? <laughs> I remember downloading some of those mods for Resident Evil 4 on the PC in the old days. Like, <laughs> those guys are really... Oh, look at this man! <laughs> I've just pulled up one. She has tape. She's literally covered in tape. Oh my god. Like, how do people do these things, though? <laughs> this is like some bondage. My yeah. God! Yeah, yeah, this is some BDSM. This is like someone who's into BDSM. Ah, look, and she's <laughs> and, and she, like she can't like her ta- her arms, yeah, her arms yeah. are tired. <laughs> oh my, yeah. dude, these guys are mad. How do they do this though? Like this is impressive. Imagine if most games allowed look at us. Carlos. To, Carlos is also a, a like a stripper or something. <laughs> okay, okay. Those are certainly oh skillful, <laughs> I guess. Oh, like a captain who can't fit in his in his yep. uh, 
you know what's funny though i, I know I, I, though it's possible though because you know like i like i do 3d animation so you can make this i think it's just a matter of extracting the exact model from the game and then like right. bring it to like blender or any other 3d software and just you know getting rid of the clothes and you know making mm-hmm. your own clothes and all that stuff but uh, but i mean most artists are perverted if i'm not i mean the best artists are perverts uh, if i'm not wrong i don't know Probably. there's this japanese yeah. artist who's very famous and uh i remember seeing like a video of her of him and it was this guy asking him like yo like doesn't your wife mind you making so many naked drawings i don't know like she he has this guy is so talented but uh on the on the, on a regular he, da- he does do erotic drawings and i mean it's also the same case when i look at uh, like uh, art galleries portfolios i see a lot of nude art and it's always women so mm-hmm. which makes sense because a lot of these artists are men so but i mean <laughs> is there like would you say there's a correlation between being artistic and be, i mean being creatively artistic and pervertedness do you feel like there is something like there is a connection somewhere um, honestly i can't say because the only times that i don't mm-hmm. lose was because i was being perverted so yeah <laughs> I, i don't know ah do you see the one i'm saying i'm showing i'm showing on screen man just like i see just like big ass uh, though she's like bbw here man like who the fuck comes yeah, up <laughs> What the fuck? Ah, but she looks uh I don't, I don't know. She looks weird. There's another one I saw so she was like with a bikini. And dude, the gameplay like her, her her outfit was so distracting like I couldn't even concentrate with the game. Right. <laughs> and then of course, not there for play the game. Come no, on. Of course, I'm not here. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and also there's also ones for Dimitrask the villain from 8 so but the modders are doing a special job i've never seen though though i've never seen these kinds of mods in GTA like the new the i'm sure there is but most of the mods i've seen in GTA is cars and all these other stuff i mean right, mostly right. The, the highest amount of mods i've seen are cars so I think But, maybe because it's like mm-hmm. uh, a word that already has it. Mm. Oh yeah, it's in it's uh, like strip clubs, no. prostitutes yeah, on, the, yeah. on the road. But you fucking see Jill on a fucking bikini. It's... And you're like, holy wow. shit. <laughs> ah, let me see. Let me see what's her original outfit. Look, Jill Valentine. Actually, I just played the the original game. The Resident Evil 3 original game, and it has some, you know, creative uh, outfits when you finish the game. Nothing like this, but it was, you know. Dude, there was like, oh my god, there was like a, there was a skin for Fortnite. Oh my god, what is that game anymore? Fortnite is everything. It's everything. Jesus. But I mean, her initial outfit doesn't look as bad. Looks normal. A vest. I don't know. Looks, I don't know. Looks okay. 
Anyway, I guess it's uh, the perverted guys are like, nah, man. Uh, I have to make her. some more boobas. She needs some more boobas. The boobies. <laughs> ah, the things people can do without being... And they do this without even being paid. I think that's the thing yeah. about art, though. Artists normally are not into the money as much. If you... I, I would say this. I would argue this. If you were to provide, like... A good life for an artist like pay for their rent give them money and just let them create you'd be surprised at the amount of things artists can or inventors can come up with so right yeah but oh, sadly what that's on fortnite uh yeah 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 sad the fortnite skins yeah. all right yeah so yeah, I don't know. Sadly, we live in a capitalist world, so such art is like there's people out here making, and of course, like modding and all stuff. But unfortunately, like doing this stuff for free becomes a problem because no one is going to take care of you and all that stuff. So right. Yeah, I mean, they oh, dude, they even had like a redfield skin. Holy shit! This game is just—it's like marketing on another level. Like a new game, mm. ca- a new game comes out. They're like, okay, we have to hop on that trend. They have a skin for everything, man. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. If you go to play Fortnite, you'll definitely see something that you like. Jesus. Anyway, I stopped playing it, so I never. I think I got bored with the building. Actually, I never played it. I don't know. You can't keep up with the kids who build. Like the minute you immediately you shoot one person, they start building those bloody towers. So no. wait for the for the protagonists for so far. Like with the Call of Duties you've played, which protagonist would you say is the best? From Call of Duty? No, from Resident Evil. Oh, the best character. Who I guess you say? Leon. Leon. Yeah, the uh, the guy from four and two. What about Leon? Do you love? Just everything. Like mm-hmm. on Resident Evil Two, he was just a normal guy. You know, mm-hmm. he just got out of uh, the academy. Was being assigned for you know his job. Mm-hmm. And although he was scared, he still wanted to you know help people. He was like a, truly a cop after all, and he stayed like this like forever his main motivations were always help people you know he's like a good I think cop just, a very good cop yeah mm-hmm. i think that's what i most like him he's just a good cop trying to survive hell you know okay okay i don't know i think um i haven't played so much of leon maybe i like him when once i play the the remix but mm-hmm. i think uh I don't know, I like Ethan because he's silent. Serious. He's never like joking around, maybe. I don't know. But generally for me, I would say for video games, I like serious protagonists who are like not I I, I guess maybe I don't know why I, I just love those kinds of characters. Because I mean like even right, in right. Watch Dogs, I remember playing Watch Dogs and I prefer the first protagonist from Watch Dogs 1 compared to Watch Dogs 2. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Watch Dogs lost its identity. It's now, I don't know, Legion anyway. You should have just stuck to the formula of one. I think it would have been 
uh, good franchise, but I mean, yeah, Ubisoft and all that stuff. Anyway, I don't know. Ethan, Ethan's good. Ethan's good. Um, I think I also like the protagonist from the Evil Within. I mean, his motivations are good. You know, like mm-hmm. um, I like uh something. It's something you can relate to, and he's also serious like Ethan. But I would say he's more disturbed compared to the Resident Evil, like Ethan Winters. The Sebastian, Sebastian Castellanos is from the Evil Within series. I would say he's more disturbed and more, I don't know, um, cautious? Uh, Skeptical? Yeah, skeptical is the word. Alright. Yeah, Yeah, because Ethan, he seems like a bit empty sometimes. Like how he stays uh, silent and how Juju is really mm-hmm. objective and all. And mm-hmm. I think the point of it is just to let the uh, the player the play. really feel like you're there, you know? You're the one. You're like mm-hmm. Ethan himself. Yeah, you are the one that is making the, uh, the thoughts, you know? Mm-hmm. You're the one that's reacting to what is being presented to you. So like if you have to curse or make a joke or just scream like a little girl it's you that you're doing that not Ethan himself you know yeah you know it's a it's a good franchise I don't know I like it I I like the franchise itself it's good um I don't like what they did with 8 as much it's still a good game uh still highly enjoyable but I would say Mm -hmm. like they should stick more to like the way they built seven the claustrophobia i think that is what like makes made seven for me one of the best i would still say it's the best horror game i've played to date um uh, i have to agree yeah so it's a it's a pretty good game it's a pretty good game enjoyable fun um the build up the formula to like introducing you to the villains you know the family the family is very very uh memorable like you can remember every um apart from the the psychotic one i think most characters were rememberable especially jack jack was such a pain in everyone's butt man like that guy was so annoying he kept coming back i mean even there's even mm-hmm. points in the game ethan says like just stay dead just yeah <laughs> yeah just stay dead man except after the fight with chainsaws and all yeah, <laughs> oh my god that guy keeps coming and he came back again as some mutated thing <laughs> it actually broke my heart when i uh saw his human side you remember yeah man oh but that was a, such a sad scene oh my god when he explains yeah. to ethan that it's evelyn evelyn has possessed them and oh my god i felt so bad for them also like they welcome even... <coughs> Evelyn, like being kind and all. Yeah. And then, holy shit. We'll just say this is why you should not be good, kind to strangers. <laughs> 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 but anyway, I mean, what are the chances of you helping somebody and it becoming bad is not as high? Would you say that? Or does it yeah, depend? Can you repeat that? I didn't get it. Exactly. No, like the, like the chances of you helping strangers and them turning out to be good people. Would you say it's a high thing, or would you say it's, it's a fifty-fifty? Sometimes it's bad, sometimes it's good. 
Yeah, I guess it is uh, at 50-50. Like, people are people, they are weird and mm -hmm. different. Mm -hmm. It's just hard to read. I think it's just that you have to read them before you actually decide to help. Yeah, man. You know? I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes I look back at uh, you know I'm not, I'm not a friendly person, especially towards people. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But I remember there was this time there was this kid. I think I should have helped him. This kid who came on our door and he was begging for food. I don't know. I, I had not like my mind wasn't there that we had like uh like bags of maize that are just are actually still out here because they're so there's so much. Uh, my mind did not click like maybe I should go, you know, grab some maize and give him because you know you can mm -hmm. like uh, meal it. It becomes uh, flour, maize flour. You can cook some things with it. You can cook uh, a lot of stuff with maize. But uh, I don't know. I remember that. I don't know. That stuck in my head for a long time. I don't know why I still keep remembering that day. Mm. Should have helped the kid maybe. But I don't know. But the thing is with helping people. I mean, people are fucking. Especially like I don't know if that's like a, is there like a lot of conning in Brazil? Is there like a lot of con men? Con men? Yeah, people who like are I shady. Mean, like people who pretend like they want their help, your help, but they're trying to like rip you off of something or they want to steal or something like that. Actually, yeah, it's every corner. Yeah, man, but, there's a lot uh, of that, which makes you very skeptical, like of helping anyone. So like, especially like in the big city, like in Nairobi, holy fuck, man! Like, dude, even saying hi to people can cost you, like, can make you get robbed or just something, you know? Not robbed necessarily, mm. but maybe pickpockets. You know, that's like a huge thing here. I don't know. So anyway, but for in the case of like the Resident Evil man, I mean, those guys were genuine, wanted to help this little devil. Little did they know, they were breeding the child of Satan. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's a uh, it's a good game. I mean, I mean, like even the fact that we're sitting here talking about like the choices of them helping, like something that you can compare to real life, shows you like they put a lot of thought. Because I mean, you also feel you also feel empathy for Evelyn, because she was just a child, and this, if anything, the problem here was Mia. Mia, you know, you know now that I even knew what Mia did to that child, what they did, I was like, I felt like I should have helped, uh, Joe. Um, what was her name? The the one that mm -hmm. the, the the scene where you're, you're forced to choose between Mia and the baker, the baker's daughter. Zoe, Zoe. Zoe, yeah. You know, once I realized what Mia had done, I felt like I should have helped Zoe, man. <laughs> What? Yeah, actually, that was my first choice. Oh, you, you, what? What did Mia say? I never saw. I've, I've never like watched a gameplay where people have chosen Zoe. Um, I don't. She just feels betrayed, and now I just, I don't and remember she, actually because she, I was just so pissed at her. She's crazy, man. You know, now that I even think of it, like, why the fuck would I even go looking for her in the first place? <laughs> right. Yeah, man, like she she sends you a video, don't come looking for me, and the end you go, ah, bloody hell. Yes, you, 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 don't, you don't want me to look for you? Fine. Fine. <laughs> Fine. You know? Anyway, mm -hmm. I should have chosen Zoe. Mia, Mia, Mia is a bad person. A bad person. 
And I mean, she, she's so full of secrets, man. Like, even in 8, even in 8, like, I'm not going to spoil, but she still has secrets that will be yeah. like, yeah, that when you, like, meet up again with her and you're like, like, dude, why did you tell me this and this and that? And, you know, so. Right. So, anyway, Mia is not a trustworthy person. <laughs> That's all I can say. Ethan, Ethan is the innocent one here. Yeah, he just, you know, survives to throw shit at him and he does. Mm. Okay, let me wash myself again. <laughs> ah, but it was a good game. It was a, it was a fun time. I think we've come Wait, who's end. that girl? Mm-hmm. In the left side of uh, Ethan in the cover. In the art image right there. Oh, that... Wait, what? Uh, that's the... I think that's her daughter. I don't know if it's a daughter. I'm not sure. Daughter? I think so. Maybe it's some fire right, right. by no something. Spoilers. No spoilers. Yeah. But anyway, um, you know, we've come to the end of the, of the show, you know. Been talking right. and yapping. Uh, for some minutes here. But man, hey, hey, you know, thanks for coming through. Should come for more shows, man. Stop being uh Yeah. It's just chill, man. What? It's just chill talking. Nothing much. Yeah, I was actually kind of freaking out, but uh after what you say to me in the morning, I actually, you know, cool down a little bit. Because really I was kind of freaking out, but I wasn't being able to sleep even. <laughs> it's, it's it's as you've seen, it's just talking. It's nothing complicated. Yeah. So if anyone out there feels like ah uh, they feel like they're intimidated during the show, it's just talking, man. There's nothing like we are not like seriously like oh this is like a news broadcast, oh this that nah man, it's just <laughs> chill, having a conversation, chill, yeah. you know, just having a genuine uh-huh. conversation of something we love, you know. So mm-hmm. yeah, man. Uh, thanks for coming through. You know, so is uh, so is a good thing. No man, man. thank you. Welcome anytime. You should be coming on the show, man. You should Definitely come up with more much. topics. You know, you know, come up with. The, you should tell us how to get this Brazilian garotas, man. One day we will come there, Radson. I'm, I'm telling you. I promise you, we will come there with Jim. Yeah, all right. We'll come to ravage the streets of Natal. Is it Natal? Yep, that's Natal. <laughs> yes, we will come there to ravage the streets. <laughs> But we have two types of uh, carnivals here, actually. Two so you guys have to come carnival. Mm-hmm. So if, when you guys come wait, here, wait, you guys wait, 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 Carnivals are, are, are those the ones that ch- chicks dance with the with, with like? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, it's that one. Oh my god. Is that one that is the one that you can even basically fuck on the streets, really? Oh my, oh yes. Boys, we are so coming. We are going come, to Brazil. <laughs> you should come somewhere between. Uh, I think September maybe because it's when it starts the uh, the first celebrations and you guys stay up all the way to February. Oh what? God damn! Yeah, Jesus! you like from party. Yeah, like, there isn't one month that there isn't some kind of party, you know. And I'm here, and I'm here thinking Kenyans are who love alcohol. They've not met other people. Nah. Anyway. I don't know. It's uh seems like a cool place, man. I don't know. I always like uh, diverse places like Brazil, you know. Yeah, like it's 
it's a good place for travel and taking some vacations and all, but not exactly to live in, you know? Yeah, you've told us. You've, uh, you've uh, educated us on the situation there. Yeah, so yeah, just come here, have, have a lot of fun and go, go out to live normally. <laughs> we live with a wife for the people looking for yeah. wives. Wait, how likely? Let me ask you something. How likely mm. do your do Brazilian uh, women uh, are they most likely to like marry foreigners? Like if someone was to come there and offer them a chance to go out to a different country, how likely is yeah. it for them to say yes? I mean, from my experience, mm. if you try to do that. Mm you're going to get scammed maybe <laughs> but let's uh, say you get a, a, a uh, nice girl you know mm-hmm. maybe if you convince her and everything yeah maybe because it's like people don't want to leave brazil you know oh okay right but i get it i get it man i mean people people love home people love where they came from they come from so Yeah, anyway. like, mm-hmm. although I, th- I think that uh, uh, Kenya mainly is actually quite akin to at least where I live. You know, as I said, when you were showing those uh, pictures on Streetville, mm-hmm. I actually felt quite... Uh, uh, I don't know, I think I would yeah. say, I'll say South Africa maybe is where like you'll go and feel like you're home. Because South Africa has a lot of diversity, there's a lot of races there. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. Plus, uh, South Africa is practically surrounded by oceans. So, but yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. there's towns you would go to and find only white people. Like Cape Town is has a lot of white people. So, mm-hmm. anyway, but uh, anyway, maybe maybe one day we'll all meet. Me, Jimmy. Yeah. Can come and watch, uh, you know, explore the savannah. Sahara, you know, see some lines, some baboons, yeah, right. <laughs> some buffoons, <laughs> buffoons, <laughs> buffoonery on the streets performed by actual buffoons. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Bu- bu- <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, um, come to the end of the show. Uh, you know, if you enjoyed it subscribe share you know the usual stuff the usual shebangs that every youtuber tells you to do be sure to snag yourself a month of skillshare free month of premium skillshare again if you're in the 254 um be sure to check out using um our link linktree.ee forward slash the 254 million talk click on chat for pcs when you're shopping and it's going to earn you a discount of whatever you're buying also helps to support the show uh be sure to join our discord server be sure to be sure to subscribe to our youtube channel be sure to follow us on spotify apple music and wherever also follow us on instagram we also on instagram um if you feel shy maybe you want to send in topics or suggestions be sure to also follow us on this uh platforms as well luckily at least today i've seems the internet has been stable stream seems to be good just fun uh ratson do you have any concluding thoughts i think you actually said it all 
Alright. I mean, I don't know. I if you're interested in playing Resident Evil, go play. It's a fucking good game, by the way. Um, don't be scared, man. It's just a fucking game. It's not like Jack will come at will come at you. You can always turn off the game if you feel like it's too much. But I mean, challenge yourself. You never know. I also challenged myself. Challenge yourself to try new games, not only playing, I don't know, Battle Royales and all this, because online gaming is so popular right now. I would say, right. yeah, let's challenge ourselves as gamers to play more, you know, like chill games, not only just sweating in Call of Duty and all this. I don't know. Are you, As you've seen, Battlefield was a mess, Call of Duty, hackers. So just relax. And, uh, and again, I started gaming on this channel, so be sure to catch my streams. I might even game, I might even stream a game after I'm done with this stream. Maybe Black Ops, I'm supposed to continue with the story. But yeah, so have fun. Uh, have a great weekend. Uh, a nice Sunday, wherever you are. And I will see you all in the next one. Um, peace out.